definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It is the winter of 1926. Dr. Dorothy Taylor has reunited her friends after five years to chase the echoes of an evil they thought vanquished. Across the snow-buried American Midwest, our heroes have pursued new enemies in league with old ones, always one step behind in a series of crime scenes and disasters. Their only chance of survival now is to keep moving and hope that there is still some sanctuary left somewhere in the infinite bad. Butchers of Goose Lake, Part 7 Lost in the forest of Goose Lake, our heroes sit silently in a nimbus of amber light. Even the crackles of the campfire do not reach their notice, and though they look to all the world like wooden pieces in an abandoned diorama, their minds are in uproar. Joy's ears are ringing with the power of the shot that she fired in panic. Dorothy and Sebastian see afterimages of the young girl he nearly killed, her terrified eyes seared on their memory. Cornelia's head bobs as she struggles against a wave of breathtaking exhaustion. They have not rested since their one hour of tranquility in Chicago's Union Station, and as they wrestle internally to recompose themselves, they know that wherever they are now, they are still not safe. Looking over at her associates, Cornelia unsteadily rises to her feet. They are wounded, but not yet beaten, and it is time to address their injuries and move on. Yeah, and I yeah. need to fix my face as well. <laughs> you need to fix, literally fix your face. Make a medicine check uh, once for everyone, including for yourself. Okay. I guess that's for Sebastian first, so that's a 17. Okay. Sebastian, you heal. I'm going to let you roll a d4 to see how many hit points you heal. Three. And roll for Cornelia. 19. Very nice. Roll a d4. One. Okay. Okay, for Joy, nine. Okay, you regain one hit point, Joy. And for yourself? Twelve. And you regain one hit point. So what are we all on? I'm on five. Eight. Six. 
my hand goes for my whiskey flask. <laughs> <laughs> <There's none there. sighs> but it would be illegal anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look around at the camp. Is there any any alcohol at all? <laughs> or any food? I they might, like, they might have alcohol. I think I could do yeah. with a snack. Uh, corpses lying around. Yeah, yeah. There is some. There is some deer meat that has been cut into strips and uh, laid to dry uh, along a line. It's quite unappetizing, though. Um, like you make a will save to actually choke it down. They don't have any other food. Yeah, there's some like dry, uh, dry rations like biscuits and stuff like that that they've traded for. Why well, can't is, I do your that? Yeah. Yeah. Choke <laughs> down the yeah. deer meat. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm gonna do the okay. dry rations. Okay. Uh, sorry. What were you looking for, Cornelia? Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. They have some. What looks like moonshine. Make an appraise check. Twenty. Yes. Uh, yes. This is like bathtub moonshine. It is. Don't do. Okay. Wow. You know that it will get you loaded, but you'll you'll have to make a constitution save. I'll sip it. Okay. Uh, uh, take. I'll take a bottle of that with me. Okay. Uh, I'll hand Sebastian a bottle as well. Sebastian, yeah. make a will save. Okay. Sixteen. <laughs> okay. You resist the temptation to immediately swig half the bottle. <laughs> Um, Look it back, Sebastian. It'll do you good. Mrs. Cavendish, I nearly shot a child. I am starting to wonder if perhaps I'm going a bit too hard on this defeat evil thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm willing to do that, Sebastian, what else might I do? Sebastian, it was the right thing. It was the right It night. was mercy, Sebastian. I don't think it was. You didn't see her eyes, Mrs. Cavendish. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Perhaps I've strayed too far from the righteous path. Well, you have a Bible. Maybe consult it for wisdom. Yes. That's an excellent suggestion, Mrs. Cavendish. And I read my Bible. And okay. I drink my moonshine. <laughs> and I eat my snacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dorothy, I'm going to let you gain another hit point from your snacks. Uh, Sebastian and Cornelia, you're both drinking the moonshine. Make constitution saves. Nine. Six. Okay. Uh... <laughs> You lose one hit point each from the moonshine. <laughs> but uh, you also, your dread goes down by five. Oh, sweet. Worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Okay, you've spent about uh, half an hour now. By your reckoning, it's around four o'clock in the morning. Well, either we sleep here or we continue. I think we continue mm. on. We continue on. There's a light glinting on the hill. It's power through. After it. Are we all feeling strong enough? Are you feeling warm enough? Well, no and no, but what other choice yes. do we have? We can take a uh, fire with us. Mm. What, like, like can like make like mm-hmm. make sure yeah, yeah, torch out of twigs yeah. and that kind of thing, and then take that. With oh, us. I yeah. see. I thought it was one of those metaphors. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah carry the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actual fire. Yes, good idea. Okay, yeah. yeah, great idea. Sebastian, make a survival check to make a couple of reliable torches, and and Joy as well. Both of you can help making some reliable well. torches. Not me, three. <laughs> okay, Joy, you managed to uh, strap up four useful torches that will last you. Uh, you reckon for, for about a half hour? Do I just put my hand in the fire? <laughs> 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 it's a fire. 
Uh, okay, so now you can you can carry it with you, and it will give you advantage to any Constitution saves that you need to make for against the cold. Okay. So uh, the journey is difficult, even though it's it's made easier by the fact that it stopped snowing and that you have your torches. It's still extremely cold, and the snow is knee deep. So you're trudging through it, kind of sloshing your way through. Uh, make constitution saves at advantage because of these torches. Seven. Seventeen. Fourteen. Seventeen. Okay, uh, Cornelia, it's been a long night and your age is beginning to, to take its toll. You're the only one to gain a level of exhaustion okay. here. It takes you quite a while, but you are now nearing the source of this light. But you're also nearing the very furthest limits of your physical capacities uh, the driving relentless cold and the darkness of this seemingly interminable night. You're trudging with this semi-animate determination. You're putting one foot ahead of the next in this grim silence that has descended between you. The depth of your suffering and of the trials that you've endured weighs heavily upon your minds. You don't know what silent or malevolent powers must have been crossed for four ordinary people such as you to have been visited with this acute misfortune. After what seems like hours, the glimmering light ahead of you has widened with proximity, and the moon conspires at this point to aid the electric light in revealing a small homestead surrounded by a wilderness as vast and as vacant as can only be seen in the American continent. There is a medium-sized one-story house here made of wooden slats and a larger brick building with numerous chimneys which stands to the right of this house. There's a ramshackle wooden barn to the left, and behind the house you can see an enclosed pasture, empty save for a half dozen emaciated horses tied to the fence posts. While the glimmer you saw in the distance was coming from the house, which you can now see is lit in the inside, you can now also see a dimmer, more constant glow from between the planks of the barn to the left. I definitely think we want to be as quiet as possible, but I don't know how possible that will be. It's too convenient that all those people have just been killed as close to this house. Yeah. And I think if these were like honest God-fearing folk, I don't feel like the horses would be emaciated. Yeah. It feels True. like these are not like the farmers. You can tell a lot about someone by how they treat their animals. Mm. Mm. Very true. Do we think the barn is the first place to check? Cornelia, uh, you can no longer feel your toes, by the way, at all. Listen, this might sound crazy, but what if we just slept in the barn for a bit? <laughs> if we could find a nice hay rack, that would be great. Tell me, each of you, exactly what you're doing at this at this point. You're standing in front of this house. You're maybe uh, 100 feet away from it. Does the house have any kind of windows that it would be able to see to the barn? Yes, yes, the house has quite a few windows. You can't see from this distance, you can't see through them. There's a light on in the house, though. Yes, there's a light on in the house. Mm. If we stay I mean, to well, the Well, maybe tree let's line. put out the torches. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And then it'll be dark and they, won't, yeah. they won't be able to see us. It'll be mm-hmm. lighter yeah. in there than it is out here. Good idea. Okay. Have torches and approach the barn. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it when you roll. It means bad things are happening. And he keeps rolling away for the... <laughs> I mean, you make those faces when you roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you lower your torches to put them out and douse them in the snow, a volley of shots rings out. <gasps> okay. Uh, Dorothy. Yeah. Uh, you are hit in your left arm... <gasps> You take three points of damage. 
Sebastian, uh, you are hit in the shoulder, in the top of your chest. Uh, You take seven points of damage. You're immediately floored with the sharp crack of a rifle. The door to the home slams open. Five armed men and three armed women emerge. Oh, fuck. Okay. (laughs) We we can't fight this. Yeah. Uh, They're pointing pistols, uh, sawn-off shotguns. One of them is holding a rifle. Uh, The leader of this group, holding a pistol with a handle enameled in what looks like ivory, is a thin, handsome, sneering man with sharp features and slicked back red hair, just now coming unkempt and slightly loose in the wind. Uh, He directs his, his men forward and motions towards you and says, yeah, you get the idea. As he as he sees you immediately raising your hands, <laughs> we surrender immediately. Okay, yes. uh, Sebastian, you're unconscious. The women come behind each of you, Cornelia, Joy, and mm-hmm. Dorothy, and look you over. Vinny stands in front of you and looks at each of you. They they're asking him what he should do. Basically, Vinny looks at you, Joy, and says, "Take her away. The rest <gasps> of them put him in the barn." Oh, no. At this point, one of the women slams her hand around and across your face, and you can there's a rag, a wet rag, (gasps) and you quickly fade from consciousness. They separate her from the rest of you. Uh, You beast! (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) They tie up Cornelia, tie up Dorothy, and also tie up Sebastian's unconscious Uh. body, uh, still bleeding profusely, and they start dragging you towards the barn. And... Wait, and so Joy, they're taking somewhere else? Yes. They have separated... the house? Uh, No, they're taking her towards the brick building. Oh, shit. As you're being dragged away, Vinny looks down at you, Cornelia, and uh, a smirk runs across his face, and he says, Ah, Mrs. Cavendish, I wasn't expecting to see you here. How do you know me? Who are you, sir? I knew uh, your husband, Mrs. Cavendish. What? That's that's of no concern anymore. Uh, yes, it is. It is of concern. <laughs> I understand that you were uh, in part responsible for cutting off my friend Peter Fairbank in his moment of effulgent glory. We were all responsible and we were glad to do it. Well, no such luck for you this time, Mrs. Cavendish. Where is Angela? <laughs> You'll... Well, I suppose you won't see her. No, no. Take take them to the barn. Uh, he, he seems to lose interest in you and then uh, leaves you to be taken away. How did he know Brendel? What's Brendel got to do with all this scandal? No, he was a good man. <laughs> he was a good man! <laughs> <laughs> so, Joy, you're unconscious. You've been separated from the rest of the party. Uh, Dorothy, Cornelia, Sebastian, if the barn is warmer and more sheltered than the merciless wilderness outside, it is of little comfort. The howling wind may be muted in here, but you can hear the suspicious dripping of fluids and the gentle swinging of chains in the drafts that make their way through the plank walls of this structure. A sad, guttering lamp is on the floor beside you where you've been stashed by your captors. It illuminates the rest of the barn And you see with more alarm than surprise at this point that there are more human bodies strung up feet first like meat, their carcasses split from neck to navel and emptied of entrails. As one of the corpses slowly swings on its axis to point its wide, terror-frozen eyes at you, 
the bloodied cross necklace that he wears drapes upside down across his face, and you shift convulsively against your bindings. In the distance at the far end of the barn, you can hear snuffling and muttering as someone, you assume a guard, posted by your captors, adjusts himself. Well, um, can we wriggle out of our bindings at all? You can try to make a dexterity check at disadvantage to try to wriggle out. Yeah, I guess that's... We need to get out of these. Yeah. 13? Four. Cornelia, you're, you've managed to loosen them a little bit, uh, but there's a, a second knot that's going to... You're not quite able to free yourself completely. You can see, though, that there is a knife some ways into the darkness. The blade is glinting with the light of the lantern that's right next to you. Okay. I'm going to crawl over to that. or wriggle over to that, I suppose. Okay. Make a stealth check. Dorothy, are you also going to move or...? I think both of us moving at the same time might be too loud. Okay. 16. Let me see. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah? Yeah, you make it over to the knife. Okay, uh, I want to cut my bindings if I can. Okay, make a dexterity check. It's a little bit tricky. Okay. 12. Yeah, that's fine. You're okay. free of your bindings and you've got the knife in your hand. Okay, I want to very slowly and carefully like crawl back mm-hmm. and cut Dorothy's findings as well. Okay, yeah, that's not a problem. You're still covered by your original stealth check. So now, Dorothy, you're also free. I guess let's check on Sebastian. Yeah, although what I'd like to do first is maybe uh, take some fabric from something I'm wearing to make a binding for my gunshot wound to stop the bleeding. Yeah, okay, make a medicine check and a stealth check to do this uh, without alerting the guard. He's the guard just outside the door? Uh, no, he's at the other side of this barn. It's quite a large barn and there's quite a lot of stuff in it. And so you can't see him. You can hear him okay. and he seems to be like dozing. Okay, so the stealth check first mm-hmm. is a nine. Um... Yeah, that's fine. Okay, and then the medicine check is a three. <sighs> Okay, um, you don't manage to do anything effective to your own wound, unfortunately, in in trying to remain as quiet as possible. You haven't been able to tear fabric in the way that you need to. Can I do the same thing now for Sebastian? Make a minister check for Sebastian. And I cut his bindings as well. Yeah. Five. Oof. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, you can't really resuscitate him. There's no one else alive in this barn apart from the guard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got a knife over. Any Anything else we can use as a weapon in here? There is a large timber saw on the wall. <laughs> the knife will be fine. Mm. You've got a gun, but we can't fire that without alerting yeah. other people. Yeah. I guess I've got to solid snake over to him. <laughs> and <laughs> snake his throat like a, like a fucking seal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, make a dexterity uh, stealth check to start approaching the guard. 17. Come on. Yeah, that's fine. There is a, a man in farmhand clothes, and he seems to be slumped against the wall of the barn, sitting on a very low stool. He's got a shotgun, long, not sawn off, like a proper hunting yeah, okay. shotgun, kind of uh, perched in the crook of his arm as he's dozing. Okay, so if I miss, he will shoot me with a shotgun. Okay. <laughs> we don't have much choice, do we? Yeah, I think you're not going to um, miss. We can't, really, sleeping, we can't right? really... Is he sleeping? He's dozing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and we can't get out of here without him knowing realistically you could sneak out if he's dozing you could try to just sneak pull sebastian out. Well, i mean he, he's not coming with us if he's unconscious anyway mm. oh yeah i'd like to stab this guy in the front well i wouldn't like to like is the wrong word <laughs> <laughs> but okay uh so that's a coup de grace they have they have joy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a coup de grace. So I need to make a uh, check. Nope. So basically, uh, roll for damage and then triple it. Six. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you. Where did you want to stab him? Oh, the throat. So he can't scream. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the knife passes into the soft, exposed flesh of the man's throat uh, almost too easily. And there's a, a convulsion, an instinctive muscular contraction of the man's throat around your blade. Uh, but then the relaxation as you actually manage to nip the blade in between his vertebra and severing his spinal cord. Um, oh, he goes in very, very yeah. stiff and then very, very limp all at once. Uh, I will relieve him of his shotgun. <laughs> yep. Um, and I guess let's take a, a proper look at Sebastian now. Yeah, there's no, no need to be need too to, silent. Yeah, no, okay. we don't need to be stealthy. Can I actually first... I'd just like to have a little cry as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like yeah, make by a, myself. In, make a will save. In private, just... Five. You gain 15 dread. This is, uh, this is a, a first. Uh, yeah, I'm, yes. <laughs> killing a defenseless sleeping victim. So I'm wondering, now that I don't need to be silent, I'm wondering, can I whisper to Cornelia instructions for how she could just bind my arm so that mm-hmm. so that maybe, because I'm I'll having try. a hard time doing it myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Still a little shaken. <laughs> so you make a medicine check and then you'll make one. If you're successful, it'll then enable her one. to make one. Okay. 14. Okay, so now you can make one, Cornelia. 16. Okay, so you regain 1d4 hit points. You can roll. Three. Okay, so thankfully the bullet went straight through your arm. Um, so by putting a good amount of pressure and binding on it, you, you managed to regain some semblance of use of it, although it still hurts. Okay, but now that I have both hands, I'm going to mm-hmm. tr- try to be <clears throat> Dr. and Sebastian a little bit better than last time. Go for it. I'm going to make you roll again. 19. Ah, brilliant. Okay, I'm going to let Sebastian roll a d6. Two. Two, okay. <laughs> you, uh, your eyes blink wearily uh, as, as you regain consciousness once again at two hit points. Dorothy has had to put a lot of bandages around your chest for this one. Um, but yes. Yeah. Then I get up and I say, oh, I'm still here. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> kind of hoped. What happened to this chap? <laughs> we need to be very quiet. We're going to take some time to compose ourselves, <laughs> and then we're going to uh, go after Joy. Are you who two was all right. It seems like this man must have attacked you, and you defended yourself. <laughs> I we'll, understand we'll how just... how horrible it is to have to kill a man, even in self-defense. If you need to take a, a moment, exactly what happened, and, and now we're going to go. And rescue Joy. What happened to Joy? I I got shot, and then I don't really remember what happened. She was taken by these uh, vagrants. Did we recognize anyone other than Vinny? Yeah, did we? Yeah, was did Angela we Gressley one of the women? No, no, they all looked like farmhands or people she from the homestead. She has been further captured, and we have to rescue her. 
Angela Grizzly is here as well. I hand him the shotgun. <laughs> ah, okay. I kind of like inspect the shotgun. Hmm. What kind of shotgun is it? It's a hunting shotgun. It has two two shells, one in each chamber. Can we uh, see if there are any more shells in the barn? Uh, yeah, the man has uh, half a dozen shells in his pocket, mm-hmm. just loose. Those as well. Is there any other weapons he has on him? No. Okay. He has like a knife, like a fruit I knife. I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if it's good enough for killing grouse, it's good enough for killing men. <laughs> I'll take the knife, though. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I think it's a silent weapon. It'd be helpful to have it. Yeah, true. Where did they take Joy? The brick building to the other side of the house. Are there any other guards outside? We don't know. I guess we should take a look out the door. Yeah. Poke our heads out the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make perception checks. 18. 15. 17. Wow, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> perspicacious. Uh, so you're all peering out and you all see uh, the same thing, that there is some smoke coming out of the chimneys from the brick building uh, across from the house. In the house itself, the lights are still on and you can both see and hear uh, signs of, of at least two people stirring, uh, talking to each other, moving things around, chairs scraping against wooden floors. Mm. Joy, you are being hoisted up on a diagonally inclined table or rack. You're only very vaguely aware of your surroundings. You're very, very groggy. But through the thick fog of chemically induced stupor, you're only vaguely aware that you're inside a large, dark interior and that there's people milling around, speaking in hushed tones and an acrid chemical smell and the bubbling of a vast amount of liquid kind of echoes and rings in your ears. Can I make an anthropology check? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, <laughs> there's you. You fall back into this kind of dazed okay. state. You're unable to do much more than have a, a, a brief sense of your surroundings. Unfortunately, um, I let you make a concentration check, which is modified by your constitution. Just basically a constitution check. Okay, brilliant. So not only um, do you notice that this acrid malty smell is starting to resolve itself into this citrusy note that you have smelled a couple of times now on your journey, um, but you manage to stay kind of uh, conscious enough to hear a British sounding voice amongst the half dozen or so people who are milling around in this area, speaking in hushed tones, you hear a female voice and it has a British accent. That witch. Okay, so the rest of you. Like, if we could cause a distraction with the horses, like, maybe shoot a gun, but then, like, like open the gate so that they stampede out and just bring mm-hmm. all of the, like, henchmen away from, or as many as we can, away from... The building. I mean, are they going to care about these horses? If the horses are emaciated, yeah, I'm not, it's not even like sure the... but the horses will do anything. No. They might just fall yeah, over and maybe if sleep. Well, I just felt like making a commotion that they just like, need to go and investigate. Maybe I don't know. I could make a distraction, and then you could go and rescue Joy. I, I think I can, I can create a distraction. Hmm. Evan, you will go and rescue Joy. If they catch me, I'm not. Going to do anything anyway. That's true, but if they catch you, they will probably kill you, and then Joy won't have a mother anymore. 
and we won't have a friend. Yeah. We wouldn't want to lose you. How many entrances are there to the brick building? Do we know? You're still in the barn. So we could try and get a little bit closer to the brick building. Stealthily. Mm. Okay. Okay, so you're sneaking out of the barn, past the house, towards the larger brick structure. Is that it? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, make stealth checks, all of you. 16. 8. 1. No. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so you're... <laughs> <laughs> you're walking past the house, Cornelia. You're still in like full Metal Gear Solid mode, just like <laughs> roadie running past the house. Um, Sebastian, you realize just as you're passing the wooden house in the middle um, that you haven't checked the shotgun. So you break it open uh, <laughs> and you thumb two shells in and then snap it shut with a sense of like satisfaction and a grin on your face. <laughs> Uh, and then you you look over at Dorothy and Cornelia's <laughs> horrified expressions. Um, so you hear two chairs scraping inside the house. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? You have about five seconds before they get to the door. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, I'm going to march up towards the house. <laughs> And you guys just slink back into the shadows and hopefully they'll think that I think that they're in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's a good plan, but I feel like it's a plan. It's a plan. Sebastian marches up to the house and with almost painful inevitability, the door opens to greet him. A man and a woman emerge, their guns raised. Resigned once again to his certain death, Sebastian smiles. Across the snow, Dorothy and Cornelia stealthily approach the brick building that holds Joy captive. The windows are frosted with condensation, but gingerly wiping away a corner with her sleeve, Dorothy can just about make out the figures within. Through a fog of narcotics, Joy groggily tries to recover her composure, blearily searching for some point to hold her focus. Out of the corner of her eyes, she sees a woman approach. She is beautiful, pale porcelain skin, smoky, downcast eyes, and a willowy figure that Joy now recognizes as Angela Gresley's. She is murmuring incomprehensible words in an inhuman but soft language that Joy recognizes from Phil Christensen earlier in the evening. But rather than the harsh ramblings of Christensen, Angela's words are somehow soothing. She moves to lean over Joy, thinking her still unconscious, and presses a cool hand to her brow. Despite the indignation of her captivity and her fear of this monster made flesh, Joy feels relief wash over her and the tender comfort of something very much like affection. You've been listening to The Butchers of Goose Lake, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton Cavendish. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human.
The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.